Good morning. Welcome to Brachos Lama Test, page 39. The Gemara continues the discussion uh, with Rabbi Yochanan from yesterday, where we said that Rabbi Yochanan was given a, um, an olive, and he ate the olive, and he made a bracha before, and he made a bracha afterwards. There was a discussion if it was a shahakal and a baranifashos, or if it was a priyadama and then an alamichya, but the bottom line is he actually made a bracha on an olive. So the Gemara asks, how can Rabbi Yochanan make a bracha, certainly the bracha achrona, the final bracha, on an olive, the shear, the minimum measurement, is a kezayis, is an olive. And an olive actually is not a kezayis. It doesn't have the measurement of an olive. Why? Because you're not going to eat the pit. So if you take away the pit, you don't have a full olive size. The more answer is when we say that the minimum measurement to make the final bracha is an olive, it means a medium-sized olive. And Rabbi Yochanan actually had a large-sized olive. So even when you remove the pit, he still had the requisite amount. The Gemara goes on to go back to the discussion of whether or not cooked vegetables retain their bracha of bor priyadama, or now once they're cooked, you cook out all the good parts of them, maybe now they should just be a shahakal. And they talk about a, a case where there were two students before Bar Kapara, and they brought before them cabbage, some sort of other, maybe a spinach, mountain spinach, and pargiot, and chicken. And the question was, what bracha? So one of the students jumped up and made the first bracha on the pargiot, and the other student, that's the nevareich, and the melagleg, the student who mocked him, said, no, you, you did it wrong, you should have first made the bracha on the cabbage. So the question is, what's the debate between uh, these two students? Well, at first we think the debate is as follows. The person who made the bracha on the pargiot, on the chicken, felt that cabbage, cooked cabbage, uh, loses the bracha of Bar Priyadama and now becomes a shahako. So since both of them were shahako and he preferred the chicken over the vegetable, who wouldn't? Then the halacha was that he actually made the bracha on the shahako first. But the milagleg, the other student who didn't like this, this, this practice, felt that the cooked cabbage still retained its Bar Priyadama and the rule is that the Bar Priyadama is a higher form of a bracha of sh- than shahako and you should have first made the bracha on, on that. Um, the Gemara says no. Um, actually, both of them say that it that, that, that it loses its, the bracha of Bar Priyadam, that cooked cabbage now would be a shahakal. And the only question one, which, which is better? The person who made the bracha thought that um, the one that he thought, the one that he was chaviv, the one that was more dear to him, should get the first bracha, so he did it on the chicken. And the other one thought that the cabbage, since it does have properties of sustaining you, maybe even more than chicken, it should get that bracha. By the way, because Rar was upset at both of these students, one because he was a mocker, and the other one, the Mavarach, because he didn't ask the Shailah, therefore it says that they didn't actually finish out the year. Shneim lahutziyu shnatan, they both died by the end of the year. Okay, the Gemara goes on and, sa- and has a, a question that perhaps if you take a turnip, and you eat it whole or in large pieces, you make a bar priyadama, but maybe if you chop it up very small, it turns into a shahakal, and we say that that's actually not the case. It retains its bracha bar priyadama, because even if you chop it up, you're just doing it to add, enhance the sweetness or enhance its flavor. Then we're going on to talk about what if you have cooked cooked beets. So we say that if there's just a little bit of flour in a, in a vegetable, if you, then it will be ha'adama. But if it's, let's say, um, turnips, cooked turnips, where you put a lot of mizonos in, you put a lot of flour in there, then it would actually turn into a mizonos. And the Gemara says the truth of the matter is no, it doesn't matter how much flour you put into these things. Since it's only lidvuke ba'alma, it's only to make the food adhere to each other, it actually will not get a mizonos. And this is very important, halacha that if you have, let's say, potato latkes, even if you put in flour, since the flour is only lidvuke ba'alma, it's only to make it cling, adhere to each other, the halacha would be that you would still make a bar priyadama on potato latkes and you would not make mizonos even though there's flour in there. The Gemara continues 
and says some uh, medicinal suggestions and says that actually cooked beets are good for the heart, they're good for the eyes, and they're good for the digestive tract. Um, but this is only if they're really boiled up. Uh, the Gemara goes on and says, very important, my desilka kasilka, if you have these beets, you have a soup of certain vegetables and it's cooked up, then the juice that comes out of it, especially if, as the commentaries explain, that if you cooked, if you originally planted this plant for the purpose of cooking it and turning it into soup, then even the liquid that comes out will retain the bracha of bar pri ha'adama. Um, the Gemara goes on to have a very long discussion about um, chopped up pieces of bread, that of course the ideal is to make hamotzi on a large piece of bread, but discussions about whether or not you have smaller pieces, whether you could still make hamotzi, and the answer is of course you can, um, but some uh, suggest that if you can, it's really better to make the bracha when the bread is still full, and then only afterwards uh, cut it up, and that's the halacha is, mevarach, first you make the bracha, and then afterwards you chop them up into smaller pieces. Um, the Gemara goes on and says, let's say you have uh, two things that are brought before you, a whole loaf, or only small pieces, of course, make the bracha on the whole loaf, except if the smaller pieces are grain, are, are wheat, and the larger one is barley, then maybe the grain would be, uh, would be better. And uh, one rabbi said, in order to be, to lahoti de shneyem, yari shemaim, in order to fill both, would take the whole and the broken and stick it together and make the bracha together. And then we talk about the one, the one exception uh, to the idea of, of Shabbos. We talk about lechem mishnah, having two loaves of bread, but on Pesach, they would have a whole one with a broken one, and they would combine them two, two together. Um, finally, the Gemara talks about one rabbi who would take on Shabbos, he would break off a giant chunk of bread that would last him the whole meal. And they said, oh, don't you look like you're a voracious person? This is not a good practice. He says, no, since it's Shabbos, Shabbos is different, and therefore it doesn't look bad. That concludes Lamed Tess.